Well, it's been a long season with a lot of ups and downs, but it looks like Hawthorne's 2017 campaign has finally, finally come to an end thanks to a rampaging Richmond outfit. Or has it? Yes, it has. Or has it? To put this question to bed once and for all, it's the most must-hear show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club, the Hawk Talk Podcast. My name is Nick Mason, and joining me is a man who has crunched the numbers and worked out that a finals appearance is still somehow mathematically possible. Surely not, Tiz. Come yep. on. Yeah, no, it can happen. <laughs> How can it happen? Off the top of your head. Off the top of my head. I'm guessing we need a lot to go right. Well, we're basically, we've got Essendon and the Western Bulldogs spots to challenge for. Okay. So, really, it's it's only two teams, basically. Well, only seventh and eighth that we can reach. Well, yeah, okay. Yep. So, uh, looking at Essendon's draw... They've got uh, Adelaide this week, which you wouldn't expect them to win. Then they've got Gold Coast up on the Gold Coast, and then they yeah. come home with someone else that I can't recall right now. <laughs> but the Western Bulldogs, yeah, they've, they've got, got a tough GWS, one. Mm-hmm. and then they've got Port Adelaide in Ballarat. Oh well, naturally, <laughs> of course, and then us. Yeah. Now yes, we have indeed. to win all three games, of course. Yep. And due to the fact that we've got that two points from our draw with GWS. Mm. We don't have to worry so much about a percentage, but I mean the odds are like fifty-one dollars. So okay, so you're saying get on it now? <laughs> well, they probably come in after I got on, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's not over yet. But it kind of feels like it is because Alistair Clarkson has basically said it is. Oh, and the media seems to have finally. But depending said, on results it. of yeah. this weekend. But but the, the they'll give us a sniff again, you know. Well, this is the thing. So what do we need? We and the fact that St Kilda play Melbourne yeah. is quite beneficial to us. So, so we can't let any of the either any of the teams above us win all three. Okay. Or this, this was my question too. What do we need to go right? Obviously, Hawthorne needs to win all three. Yep. To make the finals, but we also need none of the teams above us to win all three. To win all three of their matches. Well, we can allow for one because we only need okay. one spot. So, okay. but it well, can't be the dogs because then we lose. No, it can't be the dogs. No, it's a, uh, let, let me tell you right now, Tiz, the prophecy will come true and it will not be the Bulldogs. Round 23 against Hawthorne at Etihad Stadium. So we locked in now to the fixture, Hodges' so-called <laughs> final game. But we'll just see about that, won't we? Well, it, it'd be great theatre if it was us oh, or the Dogs yes. on that final. Maybe the Dogs win both games. They've already qualified for the final eight. Mm. They're playing us. They rest a few players. You know. Yep. And then we take advantage of that and somehow sneak in. I would love that. Yeah, well, I'd but like we've to, made I'd it hard for ourselves by losing to Richmond. Yeah, look, well, yeah, that did happen. Thanks for reminding me. Podcast is a bit late this week, but if you're still with us, if you're still on board, rate and review us on iTunes. We'd love that. Haven't received a review or rating for a while, Tiz. People have dropped off, but we were on a five star streak for a while. Is it stopped? Did someone come in with a low no, low I, I, no, I don't think anyone's low us. We just haven't received a rating for a while. I had a couple so, of threats on Twitter today oh, did regarding you? your rumours. If they're not up to standard... Oh, look, mate, we'll, we'll get to that. Right? Well, you know, I'm going to drop some bombshells. Oh, that bloody Casbah rumour, I tell you. Oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't uh, be promising so much. Anyway, rate and review us on iTunes before you get fed up with my rumour mill. And, and uh, next week... <laughs> We've got the uh, the Trade Whisperer on. No, that's <laughs> not true. Stop jumping the gun. That's uh, we're also on SoundCloud. Well, podcast like he'd apps. do that, he'd have to be exposed. Exactly right. Hit us up on a Hawk Talk pod as well on Twitter. Love to hear from you there. Uh, yeah, you do bring up our um, quite disappointing loss, really, against Richmond. Yeah, we failed early. And uh, we just really didn't did. um, 
Just didn't come back, did we? No, I really? feel like one of our listeners, Michael, on Twitter, summed it up best, tweeting us at Hawk Talk Pod. Uh, the Richmond game was an analogy for our season. Slow to start, got ugly towards the middle, came roaring home, but not enough in the end. I kind of kind of like how what he's done there. I think it. I think that rings true. I think some games, and I've probably said it before, you kind of know in the opening minutes whether your team's on or they're not. And I think it was very much obvious that it was the latter on Sunday. Hawthorne looked very bad, like uncharacter- uncharacteristically bad. We haven't seen Hawthorne like that for a while. Um, yeah, well, what it really was was the pressure from Richmond was so... It was good, wasn't it? So high. I mean, it was great. On our younger players, they yeah. they wilted, you know, and uh, we couldn't get any kind of control over the ball movement in that first quarter. Yeah, I, I haven't... I, well, I've seen Richmond live a bit this year, but that was probably the best performance they've put together that I've seen live. And, and See, I'm, they've I'm, been I'm, flying under the radar for me. I, I've never been watching Richmond. I reckon they might have turned the corner. I wouldn't go so far as to say they'll win a flag. Oh, come on. They're, all those Joe the Goose goals. Yeah, I know. Like but watching that's, that's Chinese the thing. checkers for most of the day. Yeah, I, I don't... The goal-hanging Josh Caddy. What a terrific player. Oh, bloody Josh Caddy. What a downhill skier, as say, many people pointed out on Twitter this week. I must too. say this. Uh, McAvoy was far less influential than he was against the Swans. That's against true. that Swan reject. <laughs> You're talking about Nank the Tank. Nank the Tank. Nank Haven't Kervis. they embraced him as a cult hero? Well, he's pretty good, along with Soldo. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Sydney are probably ruining the fact that they got rid of him. So put it that way. It's all relative, isn't it? Yeah, well... They would think he's pretty good now. Back the wrong horse. <laughs> yeah, they might have, yeah. Um, I, I think that Hawthorne, maybe it was Richmond's doing as well. We we looked lethargic. Disposal was uncharacteristically poor. But, but I think that's because we were bullied in our attempts to move it out of the back half. We just looked rattled from the outset. It was very, very disappointing to see. How about this? Uh, How Burgoyne both had five clangers. Shields had four. Mitchell yeah. had nine. Yeah. Burgoyne ran it. 57% disposal efficiency. Yeah. Speak, which says volumes about the pressure. So just sign him for three more years then instead <laughs> of the four. Yeah. The, uh, but the most obvious low efficiency was across the back line with Glass, Duray and Brand. Duray, yeah. uh, who went at 100% last week, all below 64 disposal efficiency. Do you know who had a 100%? Disposal efficiency? It's funny because I did look up disposal efficiency, but I didn't take note of who got 100. Yeah, well, you shouldn't. Uh, okay. <laughs> Brendan, Brendan Whitecross. Oh, well, nine touches. It. However, only three after halftime, and uh, <laughs> we'll be watching him in the VFL this weekend, I would expect. Yeah. Look, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> one of our listeners, Andrew, he asked via Twitter, who has been nominated as the scapegoat for this loss? <laughs> um, and I think he... I, I turned A lot the, of fans would have taken Hartung. They, they would have, and they certainly did. They got back to us on Twitter saying Billy Hartung. I, I turned the question back on Andrew, and he replied that he nominates Whitecross. And look, it's probably curtains for him, I reckon, on a, on a senior career at Hawthorne. Ooh. I reckon that might be it. Well. Now, come on. I know that you're not the biggest fan. Of of killing players' careers, yeah. Um, no, Brendan Whitecross. Yeah, I'm not a great big fan of Brendan. I understand that he's been there since 2008, but, and he's yeah. had an injury riddled career. And that is true. But he's I had think, some yeah. magnificent brave comebacks. But um, you can't hang it on Billy, who had five tackles, did a hell of a lot of work outside. You because we met up at the game. Obviously, we travelled into the game. People liked that, Tiz. And I said, I have no idea what you look like. You might as well. You're doing a bit of a Wilson from Home Improvement thing. Best side. (laughs) Um, But 
I tell you what, Billy's starting to look like he belongs. Now, yeah, then well, I, what I was, was going to say, it, we talked about this at the game. But we talked about this last year. Yeah. About this time last year okay. as we headed into the finals. We were like, Billy's looking like he belongs. <laughs> and then it was a well, false dawn. Yeah, well, that's why I'm not putting too much faith in it myself. And of course, he's out of contract. Yeah. I mean, you know, call me cynical. I'm happy to wear the tag on on this issue for, for Billy Hartung, but I'm, I'm not quite a believer. I can, I totally, I'm I'm on the side of the fence where I, I totally understand why people are frustrated because I'm frustrated too. Well, if you're an outside player, you really have to be damaging with the ball. Yeah. But having said that, Henderson was also out there. Well, I mean, Billy was far from the worst. I mean, look at Henderson, uh, 20 touches running at 45% efficiency. But I, I mean, is He's in a similar role. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I, mean, I thought we were pretty well led by Roughhead on his 250th. Yeah, um, yeah, Ruffy was good. Yeah. I mean, apart from his goal kicking. Would he kick 2-3? Yeah, but he had a couple out on the floor. Oh, that's right. He did too, yeah. I don't know. Um, You know, we talk about team efforts in weeks gone. I think we really lost this one as a team, don't you think? Well, 36% accuracy in front of goal. Oh, God. That's you know, so ex- bad. Expected score, 86. Actual, 64. That's a bad day. Yeah, that is a really you know, bad day. And, but best players, as I saw it, was Sicily ahead of Mitchell and Roughhead. And then Burton, who I think yeah. solidified and made a great claim for the uh, rising star. I'm at that point now. Well, let's be honest. I was at that point a long time ago. Where I'd be very disappointed if he didn't take it home. And, and Bruce was a consistent performer. He was. I want to want to go back to Sicily. Twenty nine touches, probably because the footy was down there so often. Yeah. But he used it well. Eighty two point eight percent. Ten marks. Seven rebound fifties. Easily the most rebound fifties of any player on the ground. And our most meters gained. Nearly five hundred. Right? Yeah. Well, there you go. He. It's unbelievable. The turnaround. To think that earlier this year we were scratching our heads on him and there's talks of, of well, attitude problems and he's being played out of position in the back line. And well, I think since they've told him he's not a swing man, he's just going to play back there. Yeah. He's been far more resolute in how he plays it. But I noticed at, on the weekend he was getting the ball so much. Yeah. And he was getting comfortable enough to start trying to work out a way around the Richmond defence. And he was passing yeah, 65, right. 70 metres beautiful passes yeah. just to try and get around it and you could see the thought pattern yeah. behind it so you've got a you've got a good footballing brain there like yeah. Burton and you can see why Clarko's put them at the back yep they're just trying to maneuver now it didn't work really <laughs> well you got to ask yourself when he was why trying that it, we only had four in our forward line <laughs> which is very mate, very that's difficult generous. you know so, four in our forward line you're kidding but me but in aren't the last you? quarter we chucked uh, six, yeah, six, six in the forward line, and including Gunston, and yeah. we started looking like a a team that had something to kick towards. Yeah, funny how that works. You stick people in the forward line, you give them you've targets down there, and also targets that are willing to work back and work in with the game plan. Yeah, but uh, of course the of course the pressure went off. Richmond knew they had it won. Yeah, yeah, I, but look, I was disappointed. Yeah, no one had a go at Dusty. No, no one had had a go at Dusty. That was disappointing. He would have got a few votes too. Not even a niggle. Yeah, he actually he he had a pretty good game. Unfortunately, yeah, we didn't we didn't really seem interested in stopping him. So our highlights, what would they be? Taylor Miles kicking yeah, a couple. Yeah, Miles was good. Yeah, um, it's the first time he's played forward for us. He's been playing off half back and wing earlier in the year. 
Yeah, no, I, I think that was a good return for Miles, coming back into the senior side. Um, that was fine. I don't see any reason to move him out of there for next week. Schoenmaker's putting his knee through Rance. That was a <laughs> highlight for me. Did you see that? Rance really I, felt that. Oof. Well, really good marking attempt. Unfortunately, he didn't take the mark. But he is starting to throw his weight around, a bit like Ruffy is. He'd want to. Yeah, well, <laughs> at this stage, another out of contract. Player. Well, exactly right. And did you? What about glasses flick off the ground? Yes, yeah, that was. Oh, I, that well, was terrific. I mean, well, that was a highlight. I mean, his key highlight that hit on uh, Miles was <laughs> incredible. He had no idea. What was Dusty saying to him? I have no idea. I've wondered that was too. Was he trying to give it to Dusty? Was he waiting for Dusty to call for it? I can't no. believe there was. Did Dusty not talk to him and let him know? To, Very strange. Yeah, it was weird because I. You know, as you might expect, is I've watched it back about five times. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> I take it back and then press play again. Uh, yeah. Um, no, it was, it was a disappointing day. Um, we heard from Matt on Twitter who said, "I really noticed for the first time in weeks the lack of experience out there." Yeah. Did you guys too? Yeah. And behind yeah, I, the ball, the lack yeah. of experience was telling. Is it a matter of one Luke Hodge not being there? Well, who cares? He's not going to be there next year. Well, that's what I There's say. There's no quick fix. That's right. I hear a lot of people on Twitter but pointing it out. But what can Gibbo you do about it? hasn't retired yet, Chief. Yeah. And you've got to remember, Frawley's coming back, Birchall's coming back, Stratton's coming back. There's a lot to come back into that defence. There is. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of experience to come back. Uh, there's a problem with that, though. How do you fit them all in? Where do people play anymore? Well, if they're going to play that badly against Richmond, I don't care where they put them. <laughs> You're willing to change things yes. up? <laughs> no, I'd, I don't know. Because that same defence has been up for so long has, has performed quite serviceably against some of the best teams in the comp. I mean, uh, by the end of that Richmond game, we had effectively played in the last month or so the top four. You know, Richmond rounding out the four. We'd played Geelong. We took it mm, up to them. GWS, Sydney. we took them to a draw. Um, Adelaide we beat on their home turf and we'd played Sydney and we played that same defence I just I think it's a matter of they're all young guys it's an inexperienced back line yeah like they're probably going to drop their bundle this this early on in their careers at some point it wasn't that uh, they were being overly ambitious no it wasn't no. that their skills were terrible on the day Oh. It was that they were getting worried <laughs> out of using their skills. They were taking the wrong options. Yes. R- Richmond do deserve credit, as much as I hate to admit it. They worked really hard, a lot harder than Hawthorne, to really pressure the ball. Well, um, they had to. They had no targets up forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they really had to run the ball forward. And, and they and did it did, the whole day, and they did. we had no answers, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, we didn't have any answer for that. But I, I just think, you know, for all those people wondering... Does Hodge stick around? Like not not stick around? Well, he's going. Obviously, that's not not even a question of that. But you know, is it a mistake? Do do we need him for one more year after all to to help the kids you settle can't ask a bit Hodge more? You to do that? No, and I I don't think we do need that. If he's not going to win a norm, he doesn't want to play. <laughs> you reckon that's it, right? <laughs> No, I just think I don't think it's quite as dire. I I, I just feel like some of our fans hit the panic button. Oh, they'll this grow. Week. They'll grow into the roles. Yeah, on. exactly. It's you know Hodges missing one week and then everyone's you know squawking about you know oh, Hodge was out of the side. We need his leadership, and it's like well they've got to stand up sometime. Have a young team like this is going to have a down week every now and again. That's exactly my point. Is I'm, I'm glad you you phrased it more efficiently than I. <laughs> 
ever attempted in that Incon- passage there. Inconsistency is the bane of all young sides. Yeah, that, that is very much true. Um, Tiz, what, how have you been coping with the loss? I see well, this I, week... I went and did the ladder predictor and worked out we could still <laughs> make finals. That's that, how I coped. Well, that's true. You've done some good research on that and front. Then, and then I've also put the blinkers you... on to all the naysayers and sort of <laughs> just went, oh, come on, Clarko, you don't really believe that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but I reckon you've, uh, you've indulged in a bit of rumour and innuendo as oh. well surrounding uh, some trade talk. Would that be fair to say? Oh, when I retweeted, uh, yeah, what's his name? I'm not even sure who that fellow is, but everybody else seems to know. Who are we referring the to? The trade whisperer. Right. So this is some. Jeez, I cop some flack for that. Yeah. Okay. So you retweeted something that the trade whisperer said. Mm. Do you want to run us through what exactly what his theory is? Do you have it handy? I do. He he put it up in an in an easy graphic because. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the Eagles, yeah, were looking pretty desperate. Okay. Uh, going to target contracted Hawthorne player Grant Birchall. The early indications are West Coast Eagles are willing to part with a second-round pick for the Premiership player, with the Hawks pushing for a first-rounder and later pick exchange, potentially bringing them into calculations for the race for GWS ace, mm. Mr. Josh Kelly. Okay. It is understood key personnel have met with Kelly's management in recent weeks. Well, of course, they probably have. Because mm. that's their job. Mm. They're meant to do stuff like that. They even met with Casbolt's men, didn't they? Well, you you might have stolen my thunder a bit there. Because I have the revelation that will absolutely blow you out of the water. So, Levi Casbolt to Sydney. What? In a three-way deal. And we get Papley. Ugh. And then Shields goes to Carlton. Why would we do that? We've got enough small forwards to sink. The question is, Tiz... Can't we have Buddy Do back? Do you, as many listeners probably would be right now, call bullshit on it? Absolutely. Hmm. I just guessed it was Casbolt because it was so unlikely. Now, just no, hold on a sec. So, you call bullshit on that? Yeah. Interesting. But you know me and you trust me and yet you jump on Twitter and you, you take the trade whisperer as fucking gospel what what well, who, in one scenario who is he we end or up with, she and well, what source do they use in one scenario and are they ever held to account for anything they say are you <laughs> no one dares <laughs> now one ends up with us getting papley and the other ends up with us getting Mate, Josh Kelly up. he's awesome Mate, i made it up you made that up i made it up to illustrate my point yeah, but I didn't buy it. But you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't buy it. Why? But, we've, but we've heard from other grapevines that we're getting Josh. What grapevines? What is the trade whisperer's source? Who are they? Who do they know? I don't it's care. Whether completely it, unsighted. I and don't care whether intel. it's Heinz ketchup. <laughs> Whatever. I want Josh Kelly at Hawthorne, and I'm preparing. So you, so you believe any garbage? You retweet any garbage that flows through your timeline. Just because you want something to happen. Absolutely. You know, like um, <laughs> one of our... Someone I was following was retweeting, you will win this if you retweet this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right, yeah. You are the millionth follower. Sim- Congratulations. S- yeah, similar philosophy. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, just, no <laughs> hold on. I'm not letting you get away with it. Because, I mean, this is the equivalent... The of Trade ho- Whisperer did come out last year, I believe. Right. And he had that uh, Jordan Lewis was really, really pissed off. Okay. Before Jordan left for Melbourne, he did get that right, I remember. Or I seem to remember. No, no, hang so on. So he's not no, no, wrong no, 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 no. all the time. No, no. 
He's That's just no. He's just a rumor monger, yeah, and as we know, <laughs> it's the worst kind of monger. <laughs> Bit of uh, Steve Coogan there, Alan Partridge, <laughs> very good. But uh, I would, I would say to you this: like you've drawn a connection there that he left because he was angry. Is do we have any definitive proof of that, or is that still you to this get, day speculation? You're never going to get definitive proof of that. I don't think that's true. I think it comes out. Fev said it as well. Does that help? No. As always, Fev rarely helps. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to take you back to last week when someone called SEN mm. saying that Dusty's manager was spotted walking into the Rico Centre yeah, at that's 6 not in the morning. We're not getting Dusty. Yeah, but why don't you think it's happening? Well, I tell you what, what the, I, the, I, I did what? entertain it a little bit yeah. when we didn't sort of niggle Dusty. I was <laughs> like, why aren't they doing that? <laughs> Maybe he is coming. <laughs> It's <laughs> you know, reading between the lines, you know. Oh, yeah. You've learned nothing out of any of this, have you? No, this is fun. This <laughs> is this is exactly what the AFL oh, trade period is for. It's for dialogue and innuendo no, no. and sort of crap reasoning. Yeah. And have you seen how many uncontracted players there are on the lists? Mate, if you oh, think it's for that, goodness. If, that, if that is the season for rumour and innuendo, it is the season for me to call BS on as much <laughs> as possible. And I will be on this podcast. I'll do it direct from Canada. I'll, I'll keep in touch and I'll call bullshit on anything you raise. That's it's, fine. It's, that's, that's part of it. It's great. F- now, it's fun because un- what it is, it's about list management. And you can see that all the clubs have a similar idea of what a premiership side looks like. Yeah. And most of them go about it the wrong way. Now, but before we go any deeper into this, I do want to apologise. I've sort of lost face in the eyes of a small contingent of listeners who thought I actually had a real Jace is going to put in... Jason Grace. One star. Yeah, it's. I think I've ruined our streak in that one yeah. fell swoop. No, there was no bombshell. I was just trolling Tiz. And I think we can all appreciate that that was very fun. Okay? So let's just move on. I don't have any no, Do it, gossip. Jace. That was crap. <laughs> <laughs> don't, Jace. You're better than that. Even if I wasn't better than that. We do have, well, but we have in the past got a few little rumours that turned out to be true. Oh, like we what? had We had glass playing his first game over at the Wacker. Oh, okay. So you're talking about us. Yeah. And, and well... And let's, let's you, say we no. have had a couple of people write in that we're getting Kelly. <laughs> and then the Trade Whisperer came out with it. That We weren't going to talk remember? about that. We weren't rem- going to talk about that. And you've brought it up. But do you remember I said, well, that can't happen because we haven't got anything to trade. Yeah. Well, then the... Whisper comes out and he's like, well... I'm properly, and I'm like, I'm wow. I'm properly annoyed with you because we weren't going to bring that <laughs> tip up. But yeah, look, I think the thing is with Glass is that we did get a tip, but... In, in when are we going to start taking these onto the pod? <laughs> in the case of Glass, I wasn't confident enough to say anything. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was pretty cool to be notified of that. And then it came true, but... Let us prepare. You say, let us prepare for Josh yeah. Kelly... <laughs> is that? Is oh, that we it? had uh, what do we have? Glass house, the glass house. <laughs> we had a couple of other things ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's so, just yeah, nice it's just when you get these rumors. It's great fun, you know. It's part of it. Yeah, I just need something a bit more substantial than the trade whisperer. Well, what who, about who the? We've been talking about the rumor that Sicily's gone to Carlton because they made that trade for us so that we could get Jager. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's all rumor and garbage. 
I guess I'm just bothered by the fact that Imagine if that did happen, the AFL would be so apoplectic that that it, it looks like something underhand has happened for that any, we'd be investigated. For anyone who is familiar with the Trade Whisperer Twitter account, he's so strict and militant that if you even question anything, you're instantly blocked. I think it just riles me up. Because he is there to be questioned. You don't hey, have to shame. like... They're there to, be, they're there to be questioned. You and don't they have to like to the account. source. No, I do have to... That's what news is. No. I do have to like the source. Otherwise, it's bullshit. Oh, my God. No, it's not. Because we there read... Is a citation How often do you is read Robbo? Right. I don't read Robbo. <laughs> I will not stand and take that. I do not read Robbo. <laughs> uh, and that's Nobbo to you, my right, friend. No, there we go. <laughs> let's get to some people we can actually rely, rely on, hey? Let's get to some Twitter questions All right. and comments. Let's hear from the people, Tiz. All right, so we heard from Matt first. He wants to know our thoughts on our midfield depth. Go, Tiz. What do you think about midfield? Ooh. Well, Kelly will help. No, <laughs> just when I thought I was out, he pulled me back in. No, we def- we definitely got to recruit for the midfield, don't we? Yeah, we do. It's uh, you know, it'd be nice if Omira I mean, was fit and we Jager could back there. that horse. Is he coming back? We're going to play him. We're going to well, play him in the well, VFL. Play him in the VFL well, Grand that's Final. I, I do want to get to that, but I mean that that is the question. When you look at the midfield depth, it'd be lovely if we could bank on Omira being fine. But and are we going? Are we going to be confident in him being an inside mid from now on? You know? I think we have to prepare. Almost <laughs> sounds a bit like I'm catastrophizing, but we have to prepare that he might not ever be right for a consistent patch of football. I think we have to we have to adjust the reality that. I mean, we've got two he, he top five have, midfield draft picks that yeah. don't play: O'Rourke and yeah. Amira. Yeah, oh, it really sucks, doesn't it, when you put it that way? But I think we have to adjust to the fact that they might not ever make it to where we need them to be. Well, so certainly, O'Rourke is. Will he probably get a chance in the last month? Yeah, well, he's meant to be. Isn't but he he's under a lot week? of pressure now. He is. Yes, he yeah. He's going to have to do something special. Um, but yeah, thoughts on our, on our midfield depth, Matt. Uh, I think we've come to the conclusion that we don't have much, but that could change. I mean, Tom Mitchell, he has been he, incredible for well, us. He is. But he the needs midfield some on so many Yeah, he does. Yeah, he needs mates. We've got Lovell coming back. Now he's had a shoulder injury, which he's coming back from, mm. and we've also got um, Willsmore. Right. Okay. So you got well. You got two options there. Well, some of these kids are going to be delisted. Yeah. Or and will need to be re-rookied, and um, it'll be interesting to see how the how the club handles it. It'd be interesting to see how the club handles a lot. I mean, twenty eighteen. I said it last year. Like, uh, you know, heading into season twenty seventeen, I felt that Hawthorne was the most exciting club in the comp. <laughs> You can accuse me of bias all you like, opposition supporters, but I think that's true heading into 2018 at the moment, only because it is interesting to see how we shuffle our young talent, but also the injuries we sustained, particularly in our back line, Frawley and Stratton and Birchall, once you move them to the back line, what does that do to the complexion of our best 22? Like, Sicily is just killing it at the moment. Hmm. Does he maintain his spot and... But if the, not, does he go forward? And what about Burton? I guess well, Burton stays there. The, and que- the question for me is, uh, so Cyril's out. Yeah. Duray's gone forward. Yeah. yeah. Now, Duray's been taken out of the back line for a reason. <laughs> and he is uncontracted. Yeah. Okay, so I would say the writing is on the wall that he's off. 
Yeah, I reckon he might be gone. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, not that I want to linger on the Richmond game for too long, but that duo that we've worked with, with Jeray and Langford, that uh, did not work on well, the would, weekend. Yeah, well, it was going to be ineffective in a game where you're bombing it long like that. Yeah, basically. So, yeah. you know. Anyway, yeah, I, I think he might be on the money with Jeray. He might be off. The old Buddy Franklin technique. <laughs> what, playing them out of position? Yeah. <laughs> Well, why not? I mean, nothing's on the line now. You've got nothing to lose. So, so l- I just want to go through s- the state of our list. So, we've got, I've got okay. concerns for O'Rourke, Willsmore and Whitecross. Yeah, that's fair. So, Willsmore's been on the list for four years now. Mm. Hasn't really taken his opportunities. As we know, O'Rourke's mm. been pretty unlucky. But Crueled by injury, really. Yeah. So, the unrestricted free agents are Duray and Sean Makers. Yep. And then uncontracted, as far as I can tell, are Hartung, McAvoy, Sicily, O'Brien, Henderson, Lovell and Hardwick at the moment. All right, so we've got a bit of work to do over the few, the, the coming months. Y- yeah. Well, they tend to do that thing where they announce a new signing each day for the last week to remain relevant. Yeah. <laughs> to keep the news ticking over. You know, so last week, for instance, I don't know whether you know, but we gave James Cousin the two-year rookie extension. Yeah, he was on a three. Was Connor and Glass is uh, included in that as well. Yeah, he got a two-year rookie pro- slash primary extension. Yeah. And Henrahan got a one-year right, yep. rookie extension. So uh, Graham Wright was pretty happy with most of them. Yeah. As am I, it is. As oh, I'm I. very happy with Connor Glass. Oh, yes. Yeah. I want to see Connor Nash again. Yeah, yeah he absolutely. Looked, he looked good on the telly, didn't he? I think it was a pretty good win by Box Hill. Yes. Really, all told, we let Geelong back into it, but uh, I think to go again and shut yeah, them out. Yeah, and we uh, put the foot on the gas again. And Yeah, I was very impressed with that. Uh, you know who did look all right, particularly in the first quarter? Dun, um, dun, dun, dun. Pitonet. Oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> Vickery. <laughs> it wasn't who you expected. No, but that is another one. Vickery did look pretty good, I thought. He had a pretty good game. Do you reckon... He you always know, looks pretty good. In the VFL. Mm. <laughs> well... He'll get another go, surely. Well, I hope so. Before the end of the year. I'm oh, yeah, I, I hope so. Just for his confidence. Th- this week? Um, probably against Carlton, I would have thought. Maybe, maybe. But I'm with you there. I hope he gets another go. Although he does like putting the new blokes into the team in interstate games. That's what I'm thinking. That's the only reason why I bring it up. I think he likes doing that. Uh, Clarko, we'll move on to uh, another question. This one's from Jane. She asks... Thoughts on how long it will take us to gel next year after Hodge, especially given the Richmond result. Uh, I mean, we've all already covered this a little bit, but um, can't replace Hodge. Once no, in a can't. generation player, I think as exciting as I feel 2018 is going to be, um, I think it will take a while to work out some of those kinks. I'd love to just play Hodge in the forward pocket, to be honest, but the game doesn't <laughs> allow for it now. Um, uh, you know, I think. Fans have a right to be buoyant. We've seen a lot of good things in the second half of this season. But uh, just be prepared to be a bit patient, I think. I think 2018 will be difficult in patches. Not if we get a really good draw by finishing 13th, Nick. (laughs) Which uh, looks likely. Okay. I was going to wait for next week, but uh, all right. <laughs> You're the one who's worked out there's a less than 1% chance of us making no, the finals. No, 1%, not oh, less sorry. than. Oh, just okay. one, oh, I'm it's sorry. less than 1% for Collingwood. Uh, the, the it's math- 1% for us. The mathematician just casting his spells <laughs> over there. Very nicely done. Uh, no, I, I think it will take us a while to gel uh, after Hodge, but still, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to. 
So I'm I love the total football aspect of our side. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, we'll move on to another question uh, from Sheridan DK. Impact of Hodges' retirement and probably Gibson's on our salary cap. I know we don't have picks right, to they trade. They had forward-weighted contracts, didn't they, after Buddy left? Did they? Yeah, so Buddy left a massive hole. Mm. And we just forward-weighted the... So we paid them more. And right. Left, so it's like a tadpole Okay. in how they get their money. A tadpole? That is... You know, I fat head of the front yeah, no, I talk, no, a, I, I'm, I'm, I'm admiring how you've described that. It's very good. I understood immediately. Um, she says, I know we don't have picks to trade, but what about cap space? Where where does that leave us with that in mind? Well, let's just tadpole a few more players. Okay, so th- we're in a pretty good position, basically. We're in a very good position, especially if we're going to be offering that money to Josh Kelly that he wants. <laughs> like a dog with a bone. Bloody <laughs> hell. <laughs> Oh, uh, come on. He is terrific. He if is. If we get him, uh, it's premierships. Because I tell you what, if Tom Mitchell doesn't... See, this is what I wanted to say last week when we got the rumour. <laughs> if Tom Mitchell doesn't win the Brownlow this year, he's going to have a fat chance of winning it next year with Josh Kelly yeah. and O'Meara next to him. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah. He needs a buddy. I completely agree with that. And by buddy, I don't mean Franklin. He just needs a pal. <laughs> Uh, Danny wrote in on Twitter at Hawk Talk Pod. Thoughts on who the Hawks may be targeting and who would be your target if you were given Graham Wright's job for the trade period. If all you, right, if you right, say now, Josh Kelly, no, I'll no. lose my mind. Okay. 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 So I went through some of the uh, uncontracted players off other clubs. Mm. And uh, Jake Lever, obviously. Yep. He's a key defender, but we probably would overlook him now. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if there's much of a Devin necessity Smith. for him. Devin Smith, yeah. Love his work. He came second in their best and fairest a couple of years ago. Yep. Uh, had had a knee injury since. Pittard's being overlooked out at Port Adelaide. Yeah. And he's out of contract. There's rumours he's coming back to Victoria. Dustin Martin, of course, who you don't want for some reason. <laughs> no, well, Roberton, let's not go that far. But Roberton yeah, okay. of St Kilda is having his best season for years. Bailey Dale at the Dogs. <laughs> Bailey Dale is he my anti-fantasy team. Who let team? the dog out? <laughs> uh, and of course, Hopper. There's Kelly. Uh, Motlop. <laughs> Let's see what you did there. Yeah. All right. And Mitch McGovern. Okay. Out from Adelaide. But uh, there's also Hipwood and Grundy and Bagley and. Did you say Hipwood? Yeah. Jeez, I wouldn't mind Hipwood. Oh, it'd take a lot to get him out of there. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, not cruiser? a very good VE. Oh, Cruiser. Would you, would you take Cruiser? Nah, He'd be an unrestricted not. free agent, I'm pretty sure. How old is Cruiser? Uh, drafted in 2006, I think, so he's... Okay. Yeah, but he's still good. Oh, he's all Apart right. from when he gets tackled by danger. <laughs> goes head, well, goes last, head first into the last car park. Last time I checked, that was more danger's problem than do Cruiser's. Do you think it's head first into the car park that does it? Or do you think it's just <laughs> the tackle? What What is your opinion on those tackles? Um, Did danger deserve to miss the brown line? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he did. For for the reason that um it was it was almost off the ball. It was holding the man. He didn't have the ball at the time. Fair enough. Yeah, and, and also the arm was pinned. Now do you remember a broke called the back. Zach Clark? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, he's on he's uh out of contract as well. Okay. Well, I'm just saying our ruck stocks aren't terrific. Are you kidding me right now? I'd say they're fine. What? Three? Well, okay. Let's, Every let's other club has it. like five. I'd say we're nearing that. 
don't you reckon? In terms of who we can put in the ruck, I think we're okay. We played Timmy O'Brien in the ruck on the weekend, and but that this was is, disastrous. <laughs> yeah, okay. But this is my point. Timmy O'Brien's not your go-to ruckman. Okay, so you've got big boys, obviously, mm-hmm. your prime candidate. Pitnet hasn't had a game. Pitnet we need to work on. Mm. We need to get him into the side. And then Segler's coming back. Segler, that's right. And then who? from from, <laughs> from there, it becomes... Bruce. <laughs> No, nah, we're trading him. Ruffy? No, nah, we're trading him We don't him play too. Ruffy in the ruck anymore so- after he I've did his Achilles. I've got my sources, Tiz, and we're trading Jared Ruffhead. <sighs> Just believe me. Okay. Just I've got sources. Just yeah. believe me. That's how we're getting Tom Lynch as well. <laughs> yeah. Now, all the all the players are coming to Hawthorne, and we're getting rid of all of our no, best players. No, we're only getting the good players. I've got my sources. <laughs> <laughs> I can play this game too. It's not as fun as you think. It, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I still want Trent McKenzie from three years ago. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. My point was going to be that you can use Tim O'Brien in the ruck as a last-ditch effort. You can throw Ruffy into the ruck if you no, need you can't, to. No, because the Achilles happened and they're not going to do it again. I'm not saying it's uh, he's going to play ruck for an entire game. I'm saying if it's down one end of the field, he can ruck for us. Don't want to see it. Vickery can be thrown into the ruck. Oh, I honestly forgot, Vickery. <laughs> well, there you go, listeners. This is the Hawk Talk podcast <sighs> for all things Hawthorne yeah, Football okay, Club. So we've got three and a half rucks. <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying, I think we're a bit more flexible in that department. Vickery than... and O'Brien are a quarter of a ruck. <laughs> Jesus. That's a Actually, when we, when we brought him across from Richmond, Vickery had fantastic stats for hits to advantage. Yeah. But uh, it didn't didn't really translate. Um, All right. Well, out of those names, there's a few. uh, Who would you like? There's a few, a few fish that you'd cast your line for. Uh, Here we, here we go. Here we go with your handwriting. This is an absolute (laughs) nightmare. Uh, Let's see here. So the ones you've underlined here are the big ones, and the the ones ones with stars are the ones we could probably get. Well, Smith would be nice. Don't you reckon? Which Smith? Devin Smith. Devin Smith, yeah. <laughs> Was there another Smith on the list? I don't know. <laughs> I think there is. Rourke Smith from the Western Bulldogs. I'm sorry, who? Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, I mean Devin Smith, obviously. Um, and as, as you say, Hipwood would be... Tom Phillips from I Collingwood. I had no idea Hipwood was on the list. I quite like that. You know, did you know he's going to be the next buddy? But also, so is Joe Danaher. Suddenly, by by season 2018, the end of it, there'll be eight Lance Franklins in the AFL. Did you know that? <laughs> Everyone's going to be the next buddy. Why can't they just call him the Giraffe? Why can't they just say he's a very good player? Or the Rafa. Why can't they just say he's a good player and leave it at that? Okay. There will not be another Lance Franklin. So I hope there is. Well, it'd be, well, it'd be And he doesn't go it. to Sydney this time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. Um, shall we move on? Uh, Rick asks, is Gibbo going on? Well, led to believe that. Do you reckon? Well, if he hasn't come out and retired by now, when is he? That's, yeah, it's a good point, isn't it? I don't like that at all. I mean, that, that, that seems to be weighted with a lot of disrespect to Gibbo, but it just, he seemed like he lost a lot this year. So, um... In like Two seasons ago, he won a best and fairest and a treble winning premiership. Yeah. So, he's, does it go that quickly? 
that has to be the question because he's looked awful this year and then obviously he had that injury haven't seen him since but I don't know we all it feels like we all certainly us us too we thought that was the end of the road for him Hmm. but I think you do bring up a good point if it hasn't happened now is he staying on maybe he is Again, it's about how you juggle that back line in 2018 and now what, we're trying to find room for Gibson to be down there? I I don't know. I don't like it. I don't think it's the right call. I think he should be pushed on. Gibbo is a fantastic servant to the Hawthorne Footy Club and... Uh, no no question about I that. think that uh, if he does play again this year and looks good, he'll, they'll probably let him stay. Uh, it's a big call. Wait to see what happens with that one. Uh, we heard from Grace as well at Hawk Talk Pod. Two questions. Is oh, it? not the pretty thing, is it? <laughs> what? Who's prettier? Well, now you've brought it up. Well, it's who's, a, it's who's question prettier? number three, if you like. Neither who's prettier are pretty. Out, <laughs> out of Ryan Schoenmakers and Jager O'Meara? The one that stays at the club. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a very attractive prospect indeed, whoever <laughs> stays. Um, now, question number one from Grace. Why is Ryan Burton the best player in the league? He's not. He's pretty good. He's not the best player in the league. I think you're taking it a bit too seriously. I think you've undercut the humor. Oh, she wants to hear why he is. (laughs) Can you mount an argument for why Ryan Burton is the best player in the league? Uh, Yep. Okay, go. Injuries versus possessions. (laughs) Well, you've done it. There we go. (laughs) Can't get much better than that. All right, so we tick that one. (laughs) Question number two. How good does it feel to have the best number 23 in the league play for us? Uh, Speak your buddy. God, I got to think of all the other number twenty threes. <laughs> all the all the other number twenty threes. So, who do you have off the top of your head? Obviously, there's that bloke in Sydney. Son, oh yeah, Sonny yeah. himself. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, okay. He's who pretty else? good. Who's, who's num- another number twenty three off the top of your head? Charlie Cameron is he twenty three? I think you might be right. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> so, so, what? So you're saying Charlie Cameron's better than Tim O'Brien? Timmy's not even contracted, Chief. Not according to my sources. (laughs) I should probably stop sniping you like that. That's going to get old real quickly. (laughs) See, we've we've been through the number 23. It has about a strike weight of one in three being absolute out-and-out champions. Okay. And unfortunately, I mean, it's a hard act to follow. I was going to say, you're putting a tremendous weight on this kid. Well, that's what the number entails. Yeah, that's true. But well, then you're singling him out. You're saying, well, we didn't live up to it. Well, he didn't. Shame. He didn't Shame. live up to the jumper. Ugh. He's not done yet, mate. You don't know. Oh. You never know what Tim O'Brien Stick a fork out. at him and what, find out. What happened to the O'Brien <laughs> bandwagon? Yeah. What it's, did happen? It's pulled into a pit stop. You've taken the wheels off and left it there. <laughs> The the bandwagon must roll on, Tiz. Yep, exactly. And the Hawthorne bag bandwagon will roll on, and I'm not sure Timmy will be involved. I don't. I think he's done enough this season. No, I don't. I don't want to talk about Timmy like this. Um, well, why? Uh, because I think he he does get the best out of himself. Are you are you insinuating that it perhaps isn't good enough though? No, not really. I mean, you can only do what you can do. Ugh. The pressure of I mean, it's the same as the pressure of a father-son pick, isn't it? Putting yeah. a number on his back like that. Yeah, it's 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 tough. Yeah, it's, I mean, you're, you're immediately you're uh, cited by the opposition as being a key <laughs> focal point of, yeah. of the other team. You're upholding an entire legacy of the football club you know. in that one number. Yeah. 
Well, and we and we didn't offer Frank Franklin any respect by not having anyone wear the number the following year. <laughs> I think he played round one twenty fourteen, didn't he? At Hawk Talk Pod to weigh in on O'Brien. <laughs> Where do you think he's gonna end up? If he indeed stays, has he done enough? I want to talk about O'Meara now because I put up a poll on our yeah. on our pod, on our Twitter page. Aren't people opinionated? <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> uh, 175 votes at closing. Wow. Yeah. And what was the verdict? The verdict on whether O'Meara should return for Hawthorne this year because the news came out that it's looking likely he'll be right to go. The verdict is from the people. The people decided that he should return. But I left the poll just vague enough to so people would it could be VFL. Yes, yeah, so people AFL. weighed in on what exactly a return would entail. So let's go through. Well, I would have thought, judging by the question and being pedantic, yeah. that if he returns for Hawthorne, it's <laughs> not Box Hill. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you know people were just interested and engaged by the poll tiers. People wanted to weigh in, and we encourage that at Hawk Talk Pod. <laughs> Now, uh, Andrew has tweeted at us, uh, it's too late for O'Meara to win the Brownlow, oh. but he is still a sneaky chance of winning the Norm Smith. Can he win so another Andrew's rising star? <laughs> Andrew's all for a return if it means that we somehow sneak uh, a grand final appearance in there and, dare I say, a premiership. So, dreaming big is our listener, Andrew. We heard from Rowan as well, who said, I don't want him to have a long preseason before I come back. It drags. If he comes back strongly, he got, he'll go into preseason with momentum. With a better mindset, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's important uh, for his confidence. As Kiki, one of our uh, other listeners, mentions here, if he can get through a couple of games before the end of the season, it will remove some of the question marks hanging over his head. Yeah, that's true. I mean, as fans, we're kind of sick to death of hearing about it. But, I mean, imagine being O'Meara yourself like that would just be so annoying after a while constant speculation and pressure mounting about whether you can get back onto the field it's got to be annoying after a while oh, he doesn't seem like the type to be too concerned but you just you, you never know behind closed doors he knows he's good we know he's good we just want him out there no i just mean behind closed doors handling the pressure i don't think it's a matter of skill i think he's got the skill it's just whether his body's right you don't want to keep on fielding questions it'll get about right it. it'll get right well, hopefully. Uh, Jace says he should return, but I wouldn't play him in the seniors now that the season is done. Well, not according to Tiz, it isn't. Uh, would it be beneficial for him to play and uh, would would be beneficial for him to play and believe again, in my opinion? Confidence. Again, yeah, I think confidence is a pretty big issue here. It's been a long time since he played any football. So if it means... Yeah, I mean, I personally wouldn't play him in the seniors. Bringing him back through VFL is fine. Uh, meanwhile, also, if he come if he comes in the VFL, he'll qualify for finals in the VFL. That's true, and we're a good shot this mm. year by the looks. Box Hill looking very good indeed. Uh, and Mick weighed in saying, as much as I like to see a good player, I really feel that we should put him on ice with a view to a slow building preseason. It's too risky now. So Mick taking the uh, the contrary view there, and I think that's perfectly valid. It'll be interesting to see just what the club decides with this. He'll be itching to play seniors. Be hard to, How about be hard you? to How, hold him back. Did you weigh in on it? Did you vote? Did you cast a vote? Where were you? <laughs> I, I think I said yes, purely because he's a footballer and that's what they do. <laughs> it's so practical. <laughs> yes, it's fair enough. Oh. I mean, if he's right to go and he passes all the tests, you can't deny him playing, can you? Can't deny him a Norm Smith. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, speaking of awards. Actually, I was thinking the other day, how lucky was Cyril? Like, he's had a fairly injury strewn career 
not mm. to have missed a grand final in that period. That's true, yeah. The club has played its part. It's done a remarkable job in mm. getting him right. Uh, now, speaking of awards, seeing as we're talking about the Norm Smith, it's time for the uh, time for award season, Tiz. I'm not going to let it go. This is the inaugural award for hedging bets, okay? Oh, Essendon. <laughs> no, not quite. We're going to hear a bit from Damien Barrett on Triple M. And I get castigated <laughs> for the trade whisperer. <laughs> no, but you know... All right, all right. It'll only be a one-liner. If... Go. <laughs> oh, the classic sliding doors if column. then. The un- unmissable Friday feature. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> it does get Actually, worse. Actually, I saw a spreadsheet <laughs> yeah. of every single if then. No. Yes. It was on Twitter and, it, and I forgot to bookmark it, but it exists. No, I wouldn't. You forgot to bookmark it. How good would... Oh, someone, will, someone will find it. be great. At Hawk Talk Pod, tweet us immediately if you have this... <laughs> Spreadsheet, was it? What are you going to do? Read it, Nick? It's been going for years. Yeah, of course I'm going to read it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, part of me lives for sliding doors. It is just just car crash AFL journalism. I, I read it every week. I, I Do they call it like almost hate following on Twitter? That's kind of what I do with this column by Damien Barrett. I let's read sliding doors. Let's see how good your recall so is. Who was okay. the main actress in Sliding Doors, the it's movie from 98? <laughs> for for long time, listeners, you'll recognise that reference. <laughs> I know it's good. I've referenced Gwyneth Paltrow on this podcast before. I'm sure of it. Uh, g'day, Gwyneth. If you're listening, rate, oh, comment, wow. subscribe. Uh, <laughs> now, let's get on with it. The inaugural award for hedging bets. Triple M footies Damien Barrett believes Gold Coast CEO Mark Evans could talk to Hawthorne coach... Alistair Clarkson and Port Adelaide coach Ken Hinckley about filling the Suns' vacancy following Rodney Eads' sacking on Tuesday. Barrett feels Carlton assistant John Barker, Sydney assistant Stuart Dew and interim Gold Coast coach Dean Solomon are also in line to replace Eade. How about that for a scoop, Tiz? Well, Talk he- about hedging your bets. He's put out five names there. Yeah, well, we forgot to mention Brad Scott. <laughs> well, of course. But apparently he's going to Collingwood. Well, he wouldn't mention Brad Scott. Anyway, Ken Hinckley has been an assistant coach at Gold Coast before. So you reckon he's going to I'm just saying back there's on? that link there. Well, I mean... And he's under a lot of pressure after that uh, <laughs> debacle of a game against Adelaide. It was bad, yeah. The problem I have with this Damien Barrett so-called scoop is that you can't just list five names. Like, what's your intel there? Like, that's that's not... Do you get what I mean? No, like, no, no. no. No, I don't get it at all. Why? Did what do you want, his sources? Not necessarily his sources. I just... Have you been on the TOB? They list a lot more names than that. <laughs> just, it almost seems not worthy of reporting if you, the, the more names you list. Because, at, like, you become less credible the more names you list, surely, in that scenario. No, because from his point of view... See, I picked that. Yeah, I know, but that's my problem with it. <laughs> you can't get a few months down the track and ha- having listed it's not a all mo- 18 yeah, coaches in the league. All right, so remember when Mike Sheen said, Alistair's leaving, Yeah, he's going to coach West Coast. Yeah. So much worse than what Barrett's doing now. Yeah, when you said, uh, w- when he said Alistair, he meant Sam Mitchell. <laughs> you you just didn't hear him properly. You okay, didn't You right. didn't read between the lines, mm-hmm. see? And 
Oh, Clarko was so angry. Destabilising yeah. the regime like that. Yeah, it's very much destabilised it. Look at us now, rabble. Um, well, you know, it wasn't great for the for the club at the time. We were heading into a grand final. The timing of it was oh, terrifically bad. Yeah, but, I mean, didn't seem to matter in the end, did it? No. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, anyway. So, I, I, Damien Barrett, shame on you, hedging your bets. I mean, shame on Damien Barrett. They could fill a segment every week about that. Speaking of hedging your bets, Nick, have you uh, recouped that buck yet? Don't even bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been such an exciting weekend. And I yet, had a $1, $1 <laughs> multi-bet, and it could have been strung out. And Geelong didn't do it for you. The no, one the, the, time the first, you want Geelong to turn no, up. I know. The first game of the round blew it for me. My <laughs> dollar dashed. Just well, like that. There. Up in smoke. There's your lesson, Chief. No. Multis are for losers. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, I put one dollar on. I could have stood to win over two grand. Yeah. Which um, is indicative of how likely it was. <laughs> Well, you know, low risk, but what high a reward. Thrill. What a ride it was, it was. It was a thrill. It's the first bet I've ever placed. Better to lose in the first leg than the last. Don't you want to ride the roller coaster of life, Tiz, and then be sick at the end? Like, isn't that the idea? <laughs> <laughs> Terrific analogy. Oh, cheers, mate. But I know that I took a, a few other people on that roller coaster. I think there are a few other people on Twitter yeah. that actually... Missed their rent. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh, it actually makes me feel a bit ill. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, are we angling for a sponsorship here? TAB, Crown Bet, something like that. Or? Isn't it Sports Bet, the official partner? I of thought the... that died. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know, mate. Am, am, am I done? Do, do I cash out, so to speak, or do I put another cash dollar on out. next week? I don't know what. I, you should know by now. I don't know what I'm talking maybe about. Maybe we should start. Maybe we should do that thing that Brownie and Wayne Carey do, <laughs> where they lose money every week and they have to put up these measly sums sorry, underneath them. Sorry, it's just, fantastic. Just, just for any kids listening, kids <laughs> never do anything Nathan Brown or Wayne Carey do. Not Campbell Brown. Campbell Brown. What is it, Nathan Brown? Nathan Brown does betting things. Oh yeah, he that's does right. sports bet. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. So do I put another dollar on next next round? Yeah, sure. It's your money. <laughs> yeah, what do you care? Why am I asking you? I'm an adult. I can do what I want. And then I'll win, and then we'll have a celebratory dinner, and it'll be your shout. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Nathan Brown. Do we have to? <laughs> we do. Because okay. I think this is great. Nathan Brown sledging the stars, right? So we're going back to Triple M territory. Former Bulldogs and Richmond star... Nathan Brown has revealed the sledge he would use on a player from every team. He was given the task by his Triple M colleagues of nominating a player from every club to target and what material he would use to put them off their game. So he's literally gone club by club and chosen a player from each club. Mm. He's detailed what he would say, what okay. sledge he would deploy. Which Hawthorne player? We'll get there. In fact, do you Is know what? Is it Will Langford? No. Oh, shame. No. All right, you've had your guess. I was going to give you a guess, but you've had it now. Let's go club by club, eh? Oh, okay. Let's go through these. All right. And you, what? I have to guess the player from every club. No, no. I'll tell I have you, to I'll, guess the. I'll team. tell you. The, I'll tell. I'll tell you the player. Okay. I'll tell you the club, and you can rate them. Okay. okay. All right. So let's go alphabetical. Obviously, we we'll start with Adelaide. David McKay, unlikely target. Does he just say his name wrong? Mackay, something like that. Mackay, McKay. 
Nathan Brown says of David McKay, you're the only man who could spend a decade on a list and still look like an under-18 boy. Okay. You're not impressed with that one? Nah. I don't even know who David is. <laughs> there you go. Brisbane, Alan Christensen. I'd wander over to Alan Christensen, Nathan Brown says, and Ooh, question this why, could be interesting. And question why he was driven out of Geelong. Yep. Carlton, Dale Thomas. The only man that's paid 47 grand a possession. <laughs> okay. Oh, you like uh, that one? He yeah. got you. He got you. Nathan Brown has done it. And he's only up to Carlton. Collingwood, Chris Main. Oh, yeah. The main man. <laughs> With a head like that, I'd take tails. Wow. <laughs> Essendon, Tom Bell Chambers. Nathan Brown says, I'd be talking to Belcho about his injuries. So much footy. You're exhausted after your all after all your after hours work. That's a that's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. That's and You're exhausted after all your after hours There's work. There's so many better targets there. Yeah. Essendon. It's like it looks like you're tracking well this this year. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That kind of stuff. All right. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> Fremantle, Stephen Hill. This one's a bit of a bit of an insult. Is cliche. it about his brother? Yeah. Uh, you're not even the best player in your family. Okay, that's just the the old Steve War. Yeah, Mark War go. Yeah, uh, Mark Blixars. Got his name right. Congratulations. I'm a professional. One of the few I host in the a media. podcast. <laughs> uh, you must have been pretty bad at athletics if you thought this was your go. Ooh, he won a best and fairest down Geelong. That's a bit harsh. Gold Coast, Gary Ablett. Oh, going for the main man here. Yep. Talk about you heading back to Geelong. I hear your teammates are buying you the airfare. Why? Because they don't they don't want him there, so they're happy to see him go. In fact, they're so happy oh, right. they put him on the plane and buy okay. him the airfare. I would have had a go at him for not being an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if you're going to play for the Gold Coast, you need some faith, right? <laughs> GWS, Toby Green. This one, I need to... I, I don't know what this means. So if you have some insight into this insult, is this I would about, love to hear it. Is this about his night out? Down it at, could be. Okay. Okay. You, you might be onto something. Nathan Brown, sledging Toby Green. I hear they do a great palmer at Zagami's. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So he, he, he got into a punch on at Zagami's one night, which was referred to as a nightclub in the paper, <laughs> which was terrific. Yeah, all right. I mean, Palmer seems like an arbitrary choice so there. So, we've finally got to the Hawthorne player. <laughs> we have, yeah. And, Go on, have another guess. Who and in his news? sights, he has... It's pretty obvious when you think about it. Who's been in the news? Well, I don't know. Ty Vickery. Oh, he's not even in the side. <laughs> Nathan Brown says, I'd question whether Jake King was trying to extort money out of Hawthorne to get it back. Right. Hmm. That's Mel- a bit too clever, clever from Nathan there. I think he's had these ghost written. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne, Clayton Oliver. Did he sneeze into a Milo tin this morning? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's getting painful. That's as isn't good it? as where were you when the shit hit the fan? Cheer up! We'll, we'll, we've got only seven clubs to go. You'll, yeah. We'll make this it is, through. This is painful. This. <laughs> imagine is listening this, to is Triple this a M. whole segment. Yeah, well, imagine listening to Triple M. That's mm. all I'll say. North Melbourne. Thank Ryan, God for podcasts. <laughs> North Melbourne. Ryan Clark. Who's that? 
<laughs> Actually, I've got him profiled for our uh, lead into North, but uh, okay, All he right. keeps being overlooked by Brad Scott, even though he's tearing it up in the twos. So let's see yeah. what Brownie says. NASA's come calling. They're looking for a new place to land a rocket, and your forehead looks great. Brilliant. That is that is that is his best work. Gold standard. Yeah. Can't do better. He's peaked. Yeah. Nathan Brown is peaked with North Melbourne. Any Ryan mention Clark. of NASA and uh, you know. Do you reckon Nathan Brown knows what NASA stands for? <laughs> I reckon he had no idea. Port Adelaide, Tom Jonas. Tommy Jonas has been complaining that commentators don't get his name right. That's because we don't give a shit. Brilliant. That's, so, that's good. Richmond, Alex Rance. This is like a gold mine. Most of the time you don't find gold. That's that's. <laughs> well, I, I'd say it's like a mine in that I feel like I'm trapped in one. <laughs> Where's and Bill Shorten when you need him? Anyway, go on. I may never get out. <laughs> Richmond, Alex Rance. Brown actually really goes to some lengths to explain this one. Oh, does he? He met his girlfriend at 16 and he's been with her the whole time. I'd say you've wasted your talents all these years. Baffling. Okay. What does that mean? Yep. So he's he's had a girlfriend since 16, same one. Mm. I'd say you've wasted your talents all these years. So saying his girlfriend's, I guess, not a looker or... Is that the point? What did... I don't understand. Well, probably had a shower with him. I don't know. <sighs> Who cares? All right. St Kilda. I mean, that's just... That's just weird and awkward for everybody. I think yeah. Rance would probably just keep away from him because <laughs> who is this weirdo? Yeah, yeah. Who's this weirdo that keeps limping because one leg's shorter than the other? Anyway, <laughs> go on. St Kilda. I like how you've gone into bat for players now. <laughs> You're like, I'm not taking this from Brownie anymore. St Kilda. Only one player could go from making a terrific forward line at the Dogs to making a terrible forward line at <laughs> Richmond. David Armitage for St Kilda. Of course, the likely target. Yeah. Can't help yourself. I'd heard that Armitage isn't the smartest man out there, so I'd be making sure there's a concussion test performed before every game. Okay, not really an insult. Just more not of a... Not with, even within his realm of power, so... No, it's yeah. more of a prescription about what should be yeah. done. Anyway, Sydney, Callum Sinclair... I'd be asking if they put your head in a vice when you were a youngster. For a big man, you have the smallest pill in the world. It's interesting. Okay. But um, I would have said, where were you in 2014? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. West Coast, Sam Butler. You're the only Premiership Eagles still playing and no bastards ever heard of you. (laughs) Okay. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pay him that. That's pretty good. Western Bulldogs. Robert Murphy. Oh, please. Yep. Um, he's had more... Uh, he's been on the TV more without getting a kick than he has with getting a kick. How about that? <laughs> uh, Nathan Brown has opted for... I'd be reminding Bob Murphy, no matter how many times you watch that vision of yourself on the dais, you, oh. didn't, you didn't win a premiership. Oh, sick burn, Nathan. I mean, it's I wonder true. what he'd come back with. <laughs> Neither did you. You didn't even get close. Where have you been in September? Is effectively the comeback for that. Nathan Brown's biggest claim to fame is breaking his leg in that sickening display. That literally is his biggest biggest claim to fame, isn't it? He was a really good player, but that's what he'd be remembered for. Yeah, absolutely. Now, on to Ryan Clark. On to Ryan Clark, if you wish. The the rocket landing forehead of a man. (laughs) 
Yeah, sure. The the I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching that for on the telecast. I'll just be looking. For, <laughs> for, Does tweet, he actually have a giant forehead? Show tweet a picture out <laughs> at Hawk Talk Pod. What do you got for me, Re Ryan Clark? So Ryan Clark has uh, been overlooked a lot this year for a position in their starting lineup, but um, last week the young gun he went at ninety percent. Disposal efficiency of across halfback and got 31 disposals in a side that was basically non-competitive against Collingwood. Yep. Um, after suffering the loss of their leading forward, Ben Brown, yep. in that uh, concussion from Brody Grundy. Who you can't expect him to play this week. Well, he's rumoured to come back at this stage. Why? Why would you risk it? <laughs> yeah, well... Anyway, it's Jack... No, it's North Melbourne. Jack Zeeble stepped up and he kicked five straight. So he's oh. uh, he's in form. Yep. Anyway, Hawthorne are the worst centre clearance team of 2017. Is that right? Yeah, and uh, North aren't a lot better, so that'll be a major focus this week. Yes, yeah. Uh, so uh, It's a clash for the ages. So North have lost four of their last five matches, with the lone win coming against Melbourne in Tassie. Mm. And we've won two of our last five, so we're watching 13th play 16th. And uh, it might be interesting to see what the Hawks do, you know, what side mm. they pick this week, because they may yeah. go, go for a younger outfit. But um, What about Popolo? Do you reckon he'll get a game this week? Uh, I'd be surprised if he did. You'd be surprised if he did? Yeah. It was close last week. Yeah. Many people forecast a late change. Didn't happen, of course. Who are you going to drop? Will? Well, that's the point. Well, well. <laughs> Can't want to talk about him again. <laughs> no, no, no. I won't be goaded. No. I won't be goaded. You know, you know who I want to talk about? I want to talk about North Melbourne. That's right. Oh, Return of the rant. North, if you think Ben Brown saw stars last week, wait until he lines up against the Hawthorne Football Club. Stars all over the park. But if I pull up my personal audit of Arden Street, it's a different story. For starters, Arden Street's the only place where you can leave a Petri dish out all year and not experience growth. Then you've got Jared Waite. Never before has a surname perfectly encapsulated the experience of your 12 supporters. Waiting, Jared. Still waiting, Jared. You'll be a star someday, Jared. Maybe when you're not injured or suspended or both, of course. How is it that North Melbourne can be weightless and still plummeting? Robbie Tarrant will only ever be known as not Chris Tarrant. Sam Gibson will only <laughs> ever be known as not Josh Gibson. Oh. And how about Magic Door? The only Magic act I see week to week is one of the tallest blokes out on the field disappearing for four quarters. As for the rest of your blokes, I really have no clue who they are. I'd recognise a few if it weren't for the fact you moved on all of your so-called heroes at the end of last season when Brad Scott went all Oprah Winfrey. You've been retired and you've been retired. He'd put prizes under the seats of Etihad Stadium if anyone actually bothered to show up. There's less atmosphere in a North home game than 60 miles above the earth. Say what you want about Ports fans who walked out on their team, but at least they show up. Maybe if you'd held on to Hale or Gibbo or recruited Ryan Burson, your fans would have a team they might actually love and support. But let's face it, the roof closed on North Melbourne season a long time ago. We're just here to bring it crashing down on you. And he and Brad Scott, <laughs> amidst the rubble, still whinge about the umpires, because who doesn't love that? Yeah, it's so good watching the coaches box at a North game. Oh, it's fantastic. It's a drinking game waiting to happen. I mean, you would die. You <laughs> would die if every time they showed him, you'd have a shot or something. So we're going to beat him up? Yeah, I think we'll win. I think we'll, I back us in for the rest of the season. I don't think it means we play finals, but I reckon we'll win 
the last three games of the season. You're going to beat the dogs. It's the prophecy. The prophecy is unfolding as planned, Tiz. We will beat the dogs. deny them those finals. We will knock them out of the finals race. And lose that last team to win a premiership and not make the finals. Hawthorne. Yeah, that's right. It will soon be the Western Bulldogs. Mark my words. It will happen. Well, uh, there'll be, as far as I know, there might not be be any live tweeting from us this week. Why? I'm having a going away party that you said you'd attend. <laughs> and I think it clashes with the game. So Who does that? This <laughs> is the I type of crap to. that is... I didn't mean to. It's like having a wedding I on know, grand final day. I know. Oh. I know. I, I, I'm that person. I didn't mean to be. But if there's no live tweeting, listeners, that's it's because I'm going to Canada. No, I'll probably get bored. It'll be all right. I'll tweet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll give, I guess, in a manner of speaking, Tiz gets a hall pass. If I see him on his phone, then, then, he'll, then he'll tweet the game. Okay, so that's it. It's going to be North taking on Hawthorne uh, in Tassie uh, on Sunday, I believe. Sunday, 3.20. Mm-hmm. So look forward to that. Until then, we are a happy team at Hawthorne.